call me Mandal Mandalorian They call me Mandal Mandalorian Hello and welcome to another episode of Talk Nerdy to Me. I'm Jay. I'm Gaz. And this is the Mandalorian Spoiler Review Podcast. We are going to talk about the Mandalorian in full detail. Well, I say in full detail, as good detail as we can. Um, in, but we will be talking spoilers. So if you've not watched it yet, um, which technically... It shouldn't be able to if you look at it. Yeah, if this is Disney <laughs> listening, this is being recorded live from Las Vegas, where we clearly had, <laughs> are legally allowed. And can you, isn't it right? How stu- Can we just get this out of the way? How stupid is that? How stupid is Disney, really, to think that this wouldn't happen? The, the world couldn't watch. You're now, encour- isn't this encouraging it, piracy? I don't know how true it is, but is, is it something to do with the Sky rights? Sky had rights to certain Disney films up to a certain point. That's why they couldn't release it in the UK, which sounds incredibly plausible, knowing what Sky is like. Maybe. And obviously there's the whole like NFL Game Pass saga with Sky where they black out I didn't games. even think about that. Yes, I, of course, I'm sure Sky. it's something like that. And it, that is up in the UK in March. March. March, obviously, is when they're releasing it. And they even did when... Like, did you see on Twitter when they went bigger? Tony Stark just had some word with us guys. This is like off Disney's Twitter. Mm. And uh, he's pulled some strings and you're getting Disney Plus earlier. And everyone was like, oh, my God, when? It's like three days. <laughs> like this is in October and people are like what the fuck that means nothing to us I mean yeah if if you've not I, I, I do know a lot of people who still haven't watched it though because uh, well I suppose it's like some people have the ability to find more access than others I think that's all mm. it is like some people will go out of their way to find it some people ha- naturally have ways of finding it quite easy and some people just aren't that down with it <laughs> The thing is, you are like the one of the worst people I know for like tech. Oh, I'm crap. But you do have like the latest console, a great Bluetooth speaker setup, and mm. possibly pirate pirate tendencies. Oh, I love technology when it's simple, and I, once I know how to do something, I'm good at it. I just love whenever I love hearing you say that because all I ever picture is then Chris stood in the middle of a car park trying to buy a Biffy Clyro ticket off a burger <laughs> because he's crap with technology. Um, right, yeah. So if you haven't already realised that that that's the most we're going to talk about without spoilers, Gaz. I know it's been a little while. When did you watch this, by the way? Oh. Was it as it was coming out weekly? Yeah. Because that was the same so for me. That, like October? October, November. And we've just put it off because there's been Christmas mm. and there's been the nerdies and there's been other bits and bobs. And I feel like it wasn't the worst thing to put off because... Obviously, like, it's not out here. It's not out yet. And with it just around the corner, it seems quite appropriate now. So if forgive us if we glaze over some bits. It has been a while. But Gaz, initial thoughts before we talk about it on... The Mandalorian. Absolutely the best thing in Star Wars since Empire Strikes Back. Really? Without a doubt. I'm absolutely brilliant. I love Probably it. in a cut in it has complete the same feel as a new hope. Like to me. Mm. Like obviously there was like little bits here and there that you thought, well that wouldn't have happened in the original trilogy. It's like a bit more of comedy I thought, yeah, yeah. a little bit more to the side, but Generally speaking, it looked like it would just sit in that 
universe so well. It was better than any of the prequels. Shot. Yeah, like obviously it just felt like Favreau had just like honed in on what made the first two, I would say, more even than Return yeah. of the Jedi. Yeah. And just went, that's how I want this to look. That's how I want this to feel. And he nailed it. Like, the characters are immaculate, I think. And the storyline is great. I really struggled to find many negatives for this. I mean, it is weird because I'm completely with you 100%. That, though I did see people on a weekly basis, like, going, yeah, this is great. And then the odd week you go, oh, that was a bit shit. Well, what? What what mm. were you watching? I think my biggest, uh, the biggest one I had a problem with, kind of maybe, was the prison. I didn't episodes. mind that so much, but, but that's only I didn't mind it. Bill Burr fan, and I seen Bill Burr, and was like, Bill Burr's in it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. I think I didn't mind that episode. Mm. It doesn't in any way make it bad or crap or like if you were to if someone was to come in now and go. Oh, I'm watching The Mandalorian, but I'm only halfway through. What episode are you up to? The prison one. I wouldn't walk out the room and go, oh, that's a shit one. I'd go, yeah, mm. go on, I'll watch it with you. It was, it, it was, there's, I mean, there's so much to, like... I just thought that the story sort of, like, how many episodes was it? It was about nine or something. about nine. Or something like if that. only it had IMDb open on okay, well, some kind of device that could tell <laughs> us that, Gary. It was nine. Um... I seem to think that every episode sort of, like, just was the right time. It was so perfectly done to each episode. Yeah. Like, you know, there was so many... Like, this is why I don't mind the prison thing, because it sort of took you out into something different Mm. and always came back to where it was going at the end. Exploring worlds. Yeah. And that was something, I suppose, that has almost got lost in Star Wars a little bit, that it's, it's it's a space adventure. And I feel like the fun of a space adventure, in some ways, has been forgotten about for the the grand scheme of these Skywalker-esque sagas. Well, in the third one, the last saga, without any spoilers, there's a lot of planet hopping. Mm. But it then feels quite too much. Like making up. Yeah, this didn't jumpy. feel like they were going, no. right, let's go here, let's yeah. go there, let's go here, let's go there. It pretty much focused each time. It was like, right, we're going here this episode. Mm. And that format really worked. So, like, obviously where he first meets that girl who was, like, yeah. the, uh, the ex-Rebellion member. I'm going to be crap with names here. Again, if only there was some well, kind of device that could tell you all these names. Cara Dune. <laughs> that Don't tell me to calm down. <laughs> but, like, obviously... You know, that whole scene of the, they go to that, that one planet and then he meets her and then, you know, it just flowed so well, bringing characters in and the, out. And... The biggest shock for me, I and mean, you've just touched on it, was the the times. So I literally thought, right, made some time. It was my day off. First one, really looking forward to this. Put it on. I'm on the credits roll. I was confused. Whoa, 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 what's, what's going on? And looked 25 minutes or 20 minutes or something like that. And I, and I first didn't know how to take that. I went, did that? Is that too short? And then I realised, hold on, he's actually just thought, you know what? I bet he's been given, you can have an hour-long episode, and he's gone, I don't need an hour. Mm. I just want to tell a story. I'm going to tell it, like, punchy and quick. We're not going to pad shit out. Mm. And I, I prefer it like that. Some episodes, were, I think the longest one was 40 minutes. Yeah. And I just, yeah, it worked much better. Not knowing how long they're going to be, but knowing I'm not going to be sat there for an egregious amount of time. 
watching some people fill out, fill some space. There was no... De- it's weird for a, a, a TV show where every episode had literally next to no dialogue yeah, sometimes. Yeah. I didn't feel like we were padding out anything. No, that, that, I think that's one of the main things as well. Is Even in the bits where there was no dialogue, there was always like, you know, a look or something going on that just made the story drive. And whether that was just like a scene in the spaceship mm. with, you know, the hero of the piece and obviously his little friend. You know, those scenes were just magical to me. You know, like, obviously a lot has been made of Baby Yoda, but it is called The Mandalorian. And obviously, before anyone says, yes, I know it's called The Child. The Child. But I don't care about that. It's Baby Yoda. I I feel that the only people that are going to come back to and say, actually, it's called The Child... Is a Karen. Well, I think it's actually anyone in Disney, because I feel like the entire internet has gone, no, it's Baby Yoda. And they're going, well, it's not actually Baby Yoda. Oh, so you're saying it's no relation to Yoda yet? Oh, well, we can't really reveal anything about the child. And it's like, well, we, we don't care. It's called Baby Yoda because it's easy. Yeah. And as if they didn't think, we I mean, we've been talking about this in previous episodes, that the marketing on this little green, it's been copied as well. Have you seen, like, um, Baby... We, we were watching the Super Bowl, and there's, you know, the peanut who has the top hat on and the cane in American... Oh, Mr. Peanut. Mr. Peanut. That's yeah, cool. it's hard to it's, it's hard to associate that name with him for some reason with me. But <laughs> they during the Super Bowl in one of his adverts, he gets a baby. Yeah, and that blew up. And I feel like a lot of people are now going, "Oh, if we just make a baby of our icon, our, our brand, it's like cool now." So I think I think it had the potential to go wrong. That's the only thing I can think. In what way? In in, in the if way that talk. I, I think. Mita, baby Yoda! Maybe for, oh, are we doing this a little bit too close? Are people going to basically be like, it's just a baby Yoda, they've completely ripped off Yoda or something to that effect, do you get what I mean? Mm. That's the only thing I can think, is they just didn't appreciate how people would get on board with it. Mm. I don't know why. It seemed like a bit of a no-brainer to me like when it- you watched it. But if this series wasn't very good... Baby Yoda would be in Jar Jar Binks category, and that's the thing. They I was about probably to say, didn't necessarily think it was going to be as elevated this series. John Favreau obviously believes in it. I, maybe I, the people at Disney were a bit like, oh, Star Wars, we've got a bit of a, you know. It's up and down. It's up and down. We can never tell what the people want. And we thought they'd want us. Unanimously in yeah. this series, people have sort of gone, this is what we want. And how striking it comes just as we were coming to the end of the Skywalker saga. I think that's impeccable timing and probably does say to Disney, by the way, we're fed up of that. We've been sort of given too much of that. Give us more stuff like this. Yeah, like I feel Disney, whereas they are happy to gamble in one sense of give some money and invest, like you just said it there with the... Maybe boring so much, but we were told it like a solo movie, but that didn't work out that yeah. well. Um, I I feel like they would have gone. Someone's gone. So shall I make one million of these? You go, Fuck no! Don't touch them yet. We we have no idea because apparently the people who hate Star Wars most are Star Wars fans. They hate it the most. So I, I, yeah, I mean, I sort of see that point, but the, the the problem I think with Star Wars fans and why they hate content so much is because it's usually content being done. Wrong. Well, 
to to everything else we've seen before. Like those are certainly the first two. I know you've got your qualms of Jedi to a certain degree, mm. but the original trilogy is is brilliant. I think from pretty much start to finish. Right. And since then, we've just, we've been teased with some good stuff, but never really. You know, like Rogue One was good. But Rogue this, One, the, the third is... act was good. Yeah. The third act was good. But, the rest of it's kind of like... Yeah. And the All more right. I think about Rogue One, the more I think, well, it's not like I'm going to reach for it every time. No. So as good as it was, is is it good because of what was around it? And you kind of like, oh, this is as it good does as have, we I can see what you mean. It's got a, a similar aesthetic charm as The Mandalorian. Yeah. You know it's in that universe. Mm. You know it's a... But you haven't got a Skywalker or a Sith thrown in front well, of you. They don't really throw a character in. There's references, isn't there? And obviously there's the scene the at the end, but that's pretty much a standalone film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what but you mean. I, I just really like the fact that, yeah, okay, there's mentions of empires and there's mentions of rebellions and stuff like that, but this just decided to go its own way and just, it's completely out there, you know, we're, we're basically looking at bounty hunters, but in a different sort of way. I just thought it was great. I know, I think it was I, a really a, a untapped resource as well, bounty hunters. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's always been there since Empire. And seeing all the bounty hunters mm. going, holy! I'm, I'm fairly certain, like when he designed them, whoever I don't want to say George, I don't ever like giving George Lucas too much credit. And I've watched all these stuff about toys, uh, and the toys that made us and Star Wars. Like they got all these bounty hunters, and were like, right, they gave them instantly personalities, mm. um, strengths, weaknesses, little mini histories as well. And then he's just gone off that. Favreau's just gone. Well, actually. Boba Fett was Mandalorian armor. Mandalorian comes from this, and yeah, he's yeah. just gone down a rabbit hole and gone right. This little gem has never been touched. Mm-hmm. Why are we not using this? Mm-hmm. I feel like they're now gonna go. What else have we not really? We've just always used the surface material. Why have we never gone deeper? Yeah, which is what we want. We've like you said, we've seen the surface material so much. So to give us like old school bounty hunters. The methods, the ways, like all the like with the the trackers and the code and everything, and what would happen if one went rogue mm. is really a much more interesting story. And again, told even better by the fact that you've got a character that can't talk and a character that won't talk, yeah. but one is full of innocence and mirth and is unpredictable, and the other one definitely seems to like rules and to stay on the straight and narrow, but he's being forced to break. There's so much character. I don't want to say tropes because trope makes it sound like it's predictable, but there's so much creativity you can have with just the characters and their personalities without even dialogue entering mm. it. And I, I just, that was the best part to watch, watching how a guy with no face who can't evoke any emotion reacted. Yeah. Yeah. That was you, great. You genuinely felt a lot of like heart. All the way through it, that's what really got me. Like, this sort of relationship that, like, sort of bonds them both. Just, you can see, like, even, like, towards the extent of, like, when they're in that spaceship and he goes, don't touch that button, and it, like... Yeah. So it goes, well, that became, a, that became a big thing on the yeah, internet, yeah. the whole... And, you know, that, that sort of thing, it's like, it was perfect, because it just sort of shows, you know, one being the doting dad to a certain extent and one being the child... But that you know he's going to put up with it because he actually likes the bloody thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just... And it's so good. I just think it. 
And the the main thing I think that really carried this was there were so many good scenes. Like if you were to ask me like what my favourite scene was, I I Gaz, what 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 your well, what was it, your favourite scene? It depends, scene? doesn't it? Because there were so many good like I thought the battle on that uh planet with the walkers when they like helped the village to like defend oh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was an amazing scene. You've got the scene with the robot that spins and does all this yeah, like, he's sick. I I'm never going to remember like I'm bad enough at remembering names but let alone droid names. Yeah. But I know it's Taiki Matiti who plays him. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, right. Oh. And I was like, oh, my God, this is perfect for me. Because <laughs> obviously I thought, oh, that sounds like Tanko Watiti. And then I IMDb'd it. I was like, it is! I think he's... I he, think I'm he's sure he co-directed or produced... He directed like, a couple of episodes, episodes, I think, as well. Do you know, um, did you recognise another voice in it? There's one where I instantly went, I know that voice of a droid, and then looked it up, and I was right. We've mentioned the episode... There was a couple that I thought was in there. So on Go the on, Bill Burr episode, yeah. the droid on Bill Burr's team that go, keeps looking for the child in the ship and can't find him. No, I'm not going to get it. It think, was but... Richard Ayoade? Yes, it was. Yeah, yes. yeah. I was like, I know that. I can hear him going like in his IT voice going, yeah. go on. I wonder like, how many other like... I bet there's a few. I bet there's a few. Maybe have a quick glance while we're talking. I mean, there was, a, there was like, the characters and, and the, the, like, and not just droids, but there was so many really standout characters. Like, the 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 guy who uh, says, like, I have spoken. He was yeah. instantly, like, on, he was in Star Wars lore immediately as soon as he appeared there. And as soon as he went, I have spoken, I thought, right, that's becoming a thing on the internet. And lo and behold, a week later, it's a GIF. And I'm sending it to Dan Bibby and all that who haven't watched it yet. And they're going, we don't know what that is. We don't understand it. But stop sending it us because we if that's a spoiler. I'm like, it's not. But if it is, I have spoken. There's a couple of bits like that as well, wasn't there? I mean, it's very memeable because there was like, obviously, Baby Yoda was just took over the It's internet. very memeable because Disney no one's memes. talking, so you can just... In, in, interpret the image yeah. however you want. You know, this is the way. Yeah, this like is the way. The things that kept coming up. But, like, I don't know. I just thought it's, it, I'm gushing over this series. Right. So, there's one person in it who I really couldn't gauge if I enjoyed the performance. Go on. Um, what's his name from Rocky and also to play Rocky? It was uh, the his, his boss, essentially, at the end of the day. Mando's boss. Oh, Carl Weathers. Yeah. No, I quite enjoyed it. Was, it was that. weird how he did it. Like, it was so like over that. the top. Like, here he is, the Mando. You sit down with me, son. And you will have a. Everyone here is looking at you. And I was like, what? He's overacting. Like, considering everyone else is so subtle mm. and dark and sad, he was eating the shit out of the place. And I couldn't tell if that. Either worked because it juxtaposed from everyone being moody, or he just did not get the memo. I, I just, I, I thought it was fine. Like, I actually really enjoyed his sort of arc that he suddenly discovers how important the baby is, yeah. and like sees what it can do and goes like, "Oh shit!" I'm Which we still help. don't know. It's almost like a Stranger Things kind of vibe. But we don't really know what. Yeah, sort of. It's been left at like obviously you know he's got the ability. He's got the force. But Where's he come from? What were the Empire going to do with him? Yeah. You know, there's so many... Well, it's not even the Empire, it's the runoff of the Empire. It's Mm. the beginnings of um, the... 
just on that mention as well, the guy from Breaking Bad. Right, now, as yeah. Villain. I, was, I loved that. I was going to say... dead sinister. We have multiple villains throughout this. Mm. Um, some worked, some didn't. For one, we, we'll, we'll start with him, because you've just said him. Again, he was quite... He plays that same very subtle, calm, like, kind of voice. And it does kind of, like freak you out how he's happily watching people die and mm-hmm. just doesn't care. Which again, bouncing off of, it's maybe it's better that bounces off going, he will ruin us all! We need to get <laughs> out of here, Mando! Like, it, like, that works. But, did you understand the whole bit at the end when he burst out with the purple sword? Not particularly. Right, so that's a dark saber. Right. Right. Um, without going too I mean, far, it cool. yeah, it looks fucking <laughs> cute. It's the very first time a dark saber has been actively used now in the Star Wars universe, other than in the books. And I, it maybe has been addressed in some of the comics. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Don't at me about that. But in the Legends books, the whole tale of the Mandalorians is they were a people. They rose. They had a bit of a civil war because some wanted to be peaceful. Some wanted to be carry on taking over the, the, the galaxy and they came at odds with empires and with Jedi's and all sorts and yada yada yada. But at the end of the day, this dark saber was like their version of a lightsaber, but yeah. it was what they used and if you held it you were the king of the Mandalorians. And it's in fact no, it isn't a Star Wars law because in the Attack of the Clones cartoon series, um it's what what's his name's after Darth Maul is after it because he he knows if he gets it, he if he owns it, the Mandalorians have to follow him and then he can have an uprising right. himself. So it's a big thing, but it's never been any of the movies. And him the whole point was you think he's dead. Which I I kind of was a bit annoyed at how they just like Oh, he just crashed his. He just crashed his ship. We will leave him there and assume he is dead, <laughs> even though it wasn't the worst crash in the world. But when it comes out, that was meant to be like symbolic, like dark saber bitches. It's here. It's now. And it's in the pans of this guy. And technically, now this guy owns the most valuable piece of Mandalorian right. um, treasure. So as it were, the Mandalorians were a dying race. Well, they, yeah, were once... they were pretty much slaughtered, weren't they? They were. They came out. It's, I when think, he escaped. It was the Jedi. Uh, no, here's the thing, right? So the Mandalorians are so clever that when they were taking over the galaxy, yeah. um, being dead war, like, it was themselves that took them down. The Jedi came to try and take them down. But when they watched that the Jedi could go like, with, you know, against laser guns, just knock lasers into them. They just started using regular guns with old school bullets. They call them in, in Star Wars, or it's like uh, slug guns or something. Yeah. And it's, it's it's just bullets. Mm. And lightsabers can't do fuck all against a bullet. They can make it go and zap away. Yeah. But then you just shoot around to them. And if whatever gets through will probably kill the Jedi and wound them majorly. <laughs> so the Jedi struggled against uh, Mandalorians as well. But they had to get took down internally. And it was like loads of Mandalorians coming forward going, I don't want to, I'm into peace, man. I don't think we should be taking over the world. Yeah. We've got enough. And that's the whole story of them. And I think that's kind of, because this is where it came down to as well. So when they disapparated and broke up, I think, again, if I'm messing all this up, don't at me, but I'm getting mo- <laughs> most of it right. The reason that you see in his origin, like the Empire attacking, and then he's found... So, is that the Mandalorian at one point were like a pure race, but then they start being kind of like 
the creed. We take, people. we take people in now as well. And that's the peaceful ones. Almost like we'll take you in, we'll train you to be the best warrior possible. And because you will be the best warrior possible, that will prepare you for the world. And then you just bring stuff back to us as a our gang, our mm -hmm. unit or whatever. And that's it. But there is still, I think, the way it's hinting that there's still the Mandalorian out there that are essentially, it's, it's again, good and evil happening yeah, yeah, again, yeah. but very much more subtle at the moment. In your head, you're going evil as Empire. Evil is also going to be the Mandalorians as well. Mm. bit like Doctor Who. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. But that's one. That's just one bad guy. But yeah, I loved him. He was amazing. Yeah, I he thought was, he was excellent. He, it's such a little shock as well. There was a bad guy that sort of turns into a good guy, which is like the robot. That was a bit quite That was brilliant because I also like the fact it helped him with his arc of I don't trust her like robots and then he gets upset mm. about And you really one. don't know, like you you constantly on edge with that, going, He's gonna turn this Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. I thought he's right, this, yeah. it won't work. But what was funniest was like I love the stormtroopers getting absolutely decimated mm -hmm. into by that by Taika Waititi's ro robot because it more or less proved why the crap stormtroopers mm -hmm. two guys just getting paid a buck they're just trying to get by and like they're horrible people like he's punching a baby yeah so it helps the fact that when he comes along and, and like just start not only it's like snaps his neck on the side of the <laughs> ship and then the other one is like breaks his arm and then like punches through his body and stuff. You go, oh my God, he's really giving it to them, but they fucking deserve it. Yeah. These are horrible people. <laughs> no, yeah. The, I'm trying to think, there was other bad guys. So you have the well, guy from Sons of Anarchy. The baby Yoda at one point, doesn't he? The one who was like on the bike. On the bike? Yeah, he's like a youngest. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. This is the one that people had the most issue with. Mm. They had that episode. I, I didn't have an issue with the episode. I did think it was weird how he turned. I was kind of... I, I, I didn't really, because all the way through it, he sort of always suggests he's only after money, really. Mm. And then he figures out, obviously, how valuable Baby Yoda is. From the woman? Yeah. Who's the... And then it, it made total sense for me that he was going to try and dick over. Now, do you know what the big theory is about that whole episode, though? Go on. What happens at the end of that episode, do you remember? The one Not little... really. At the end of it, um, when they're going off into the sky, everything's sorted. Um, all you see is, like... I think I don't know if it's the woman's body or the body of the kid. I want to say it's the woman's body because it's yeah. out in the desert. Um, a boot just appears next to it, like you know, it's what, you can hear it walking up, and then a boot shows yeah, up next to it. I didn't notice. And everyone's saying was the planet it's on, and because of stuff that's been said in the comics years ago, that's Boba Fett. All right. Because, and that's the way that they're going to bring Boba Fett into it, and Boba Fett's mm -hmm. going to be now after the child. I mean... Now, this is where it gets yeah. annoying for you, because you don't... I think I don't you like really how want, separate it I, is. Yeah, I don't really... I don't see why we've done. We've gone this far without characters, recurring from. characters. And what, where do you think so, the child is from, by the way? It depends how to do it, but... Well, no, I mean, obviously... The, the, the child is obviously some sort of heritage to Yoda. Yes. But... I don't know whether it's... I don't think it's going to be a direct offspring. I think it's going to be something like 
those that species, which has never really been revealed. Of you know, mm. Yoda is Yoda, but you don't actually know his species. Mm. Is, is he a Yoda? Yeah. Is, is his name Yoda? <laughs> no one knows. So, is, are, are, are he Yoda? Are he Yoda? <laughs> I mean, I I have a theory. Right? I mean, maybe his name's Jeff all along. <laughs> A Jeff with a soft J, so it's yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's how he's, it's Joda. Joda. All right, so they hint the child is 50 years old, mm. right? Now, this is at the end of uh, Return of the Jedi, because the Empire's fallen. Yeah. Right? Which, again, really liked how they were showing how the Empire falling is great for the Skywalkers and the Rebels, but for everyone else, it's kind of like. The economy's fucked, <laughs> and there's nothing really been done. It's kind of I, I liked that. That is, I feel, what Rian Johnson was trying to show in the Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Not these wars sound great, but the people around them, there's uh, there's repercussions. Yeah. But he did de- decided to do it with Las Vegas space horses, mm-hmm. and this was done by just showing the same places, but afterwards, which made more sense. Anyway, um, so he's fifty years old. So go back. 50 years from when that is, are we not talking about maybe when Yoda was on the Jedi Council? And Yoda was on the Jedi Council with a female version of the... If you watch episode... Yes, in episode one or episode two, there is a female uh, Yoda. See, I've not noticed that. She has like two words and she's a crap puppet. I just think it'd be weird if it turns out that Yoda was getting jiggy. Like in the Clone Wars, he was like, I just want to get (laughs) I just want to get some. (laughs) Slip on the wet spot, he must. (laughs) I I think that if his people did recreate anyway, Mm. I think it would be like an asexual thing. Like I don't think they would actually mate. I think it would be like Something as weird as like they, they put their hands together, and yeah, they... I just think it's like they just happen, like it'll be like eggs or something. They just grow. Oh yeah, if you or maybe if you the people if they stay with him so long, it would be like stay together for ten years because their bodies align. It then causes the egg to be for. I th- could picture something like that. Something much more. Buddhist and being well, really something far more Disney that they yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> rather than she takes it up the snatch. <laughs> yeah. um, but that's my theory. I do think it's it's a baby Yoda. Well, it's pure conjecture. To be fair, I'm trying to think. We, I mean, we haven't talked much about Mando himself, really. I just feel like we owe him. I I could have. Well, I, I pretty much said before, like I. I I think a lot's been said about Baby Yoda, but I, I do think the true hero of it is The Mandalorian. I don't mm. think it works. The show is called The Mandalorian. If there isn't a strong ma- Mandalorian there, then it just simply falls flat on its arse. And it just kicks the right amount of ass, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, like, that's the thing. He kicks so, so much point. ass. Like, that it's fire so thing. simple, but he's so good. Yeah. Like, he just batters everyone. Yeah. And you, you it's... That is a proper hero. Who is it? Who plays him? Because it's is... the guy. Actually, oddly enough, I'm pretty sure. If you, do, do you watch Game of Thrones? I he's do called Pedro not. Pascal, and he's uh, someone of Dawn in Game of Thrones. He is in that. 
Um, do you want to see his picture? Obviously, you do see him. I mean, yeah, go on. This was my thing. I had a problem with him being revealed. Yeah, I didn't want I didn't, him to be revealed. I, get, and I don't want I get him to be revealed what you're again. Saying. I thought it was odd because it sort of like was. I know we've said like there wasn't a lot of like downtime in it, which there wasn't, but it was one of those moments where you thought, did they need to do that? Because it didn't mm. really go anywhere in the end. Like, are we just obviously like the girl takes feelings for him and you suggest that he maybe had feelings for the girl, or that they've had so something much, in the past as yeah, well, so much that he takes his helmet off. And I was a bit like, oh, because I wasn't expecting it, but I don't mind it. But the only, mm. the only problem I had with it is because it, it shows this sort of, like, you know, quite poster boy-esque. I, I sort of thought he should have been a lot more, like, not hideous to look at. <laughs> but why is he covering his face? Because and not just some handsome dude who goes, I'm going to put a fucking helmet on and be kick-ass. Because, <laughs> because this is the way. <laughs> like, that's why you do it. You have no choice in it. So that, that was the only thing I did think about that. But Mandalorian, I just thought was well, sick. Well, go on, what, we'll get to the ratings then. There's other stuff we could talk about, but we won't. We'll actually we'll talk about it on the next episode of Talking Early to Me, and you'll find out why. I mean, oddly enough, as spoiler-esque as this has been, it's not been that spoiler. I mean, I feel we've, well... We've, t- we've gone over characters, but not scenes as such. No. Nothing's I- been spoiled. Okay. Well, I'm still going to put spoiler, because yeah, someone out there will be like, sick. I didn't know but, that... Hey! I, I didn't, didn't think know. he was going to take you over you, you dicks. Bill Burr is in this? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, go on. What do you rate it? Nine. Ooh. Nine out of that's, ten. That's good now on the Gary-ometer. Obviously, Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back is oh, wait, hold ten. On. Are you refer- hold on. Are you rating this in the same... Don't compare. That's a nine. To... Nah, that's just a nine. Yeah. One, the reason that I'm I'm not giving it a ten. Mm-hmm. I think there are some bits of it. Not not a lot. No. But like as I say, a bit where like it just goes a little bit. No, I get that. Star Wars. But what I mean is, are you you sounded like you were rating it, like mm-hmm. you rate a movie. But it, just to remind you, it's a TV show. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. But I don't I don't think it's the strongest Stranger Things and Stranger Things is a ten. Right. Um, I just think it's a very, very solid nine as well. Okay. I, I don't think it was like, well, I'll give it a nine. It's it's like so close to being a ten. It's ridiculous. Well, I think and the thing is with this, you know, th- this is just season one. Yeah, could it possibly elevate? Well, to well the 10? I, t- I mean, I don't want to get more into that. I almost feel like that is slightly spoiler territory talking about that, but that is stuff for the next episode of Talking Early to Me because. That is relevant to something that has happened uh, in the news in the last month. Okay. I am completely with you on this. It's an, it's a 9 out of 10. It's not quite a 10. There were moments where I think the term rolling the eyes is maybe an exaggeration, but I definitely did go, mm, okay, mm. and just let it slide because so far it was really consistent. I wanted the I want John Favreau to stay on it. Um, one Actually, one thing we did not talk about, the music... That definitely set up yeah, that, that really, score, really good, which yeah. sounds like the Tortnery to me cock. The... <laughs> 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 it, it was like it had that little Western feel, which yeah. you you have always called it like Cowboys in Space to me. Yeah, it is a little bit because like it's simple Star Wars, yeah. or it should be simple. I always think of it more like Knights in Space, like 
if like because it's Jedi's and shit. But this is what makes me go more to being okay. No, it is more like cowboys, mm. like and bounty hunters. And, and I actually like the fact that the score was sort of its own thing, but still very Star Warsy. Yeah. No. So nine out of ten, easy, solid nine out of ten, and can't wait for more. Uh, what did you think? Please let us know. Don't forget to send any comments to talknerdyuk at gmail.com and put them in the comments down below. Let us know what you think. And I'm sure we will mostly agree unless you say it was shit, which in that case we will... We don't your opinion. No, we will not. <laughs> we will not all. And we will send a bounty hunter after you. Um, I've been Jay. I've been Gaz. And this has been another... I want to say, want to say talk early to me, but it's not... And this has been the Mandalorian spoil. What do I say at the end of this? <laughs> you're well out for this. <laughs> I don't know. Usually, it, we just say, yes. I know, I know. Thank you. Okay, I know, I know what to say. Okay, hold on. I'll do it again. Do it again. Okay. I've been Jay. I've been Gaz. And we have spoken. <laughs> but I never knew I needed you in my